Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And good morning. And definitely good morning. Uh, for those people who listen to this show the day that it comes out, I think it's important that you all know that tomorrow is my birthday. It is. I thought it was Solomon's birthday. Uh, tomorrow is my nephew Solomon's <laughs> birthday. He is turning two. Solomon of the stare? Solomon of... Yeah. <laughs> he has a way of staring at you. Uh, it's it's sort of cat-like. He will stand hypnotic. stock still and just stare at you. He'll yeah. give you the furry eyeball. Like you. The furry eyeball? Is it the fuzzy eyeball or the furry eyeball? Uh, what my father gives is the hairy eyeball. Oh, the hairy eyeball. But uh, yeah, Solomon and I have the same birthday, and it is in fact tomorrow. So, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. There you go. There you go. Look at that. I am... I don't know how old I am. You know why I don't quite know how old I am? Uh, because my actual birth year differs from the year we provided on our U.S. Census form. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that box wrong. So you're not sure how old you are. Well, we kind of shared the duties, we being those of us here in the house who uh, you know, can grip a pen, me and my wife. Uh, we shared the duties of filling out the census form, and she uh, did not get... 100% accuracy on my year of birth. <laughs> I think she just felt panicked, had to answer it right now, and put in the first there, number she could think a, of. Was there a census taker standing over there? There was, actually. Wow, yeah, that's good yeah. service. And I wasn't here, and so she just guessed uh, and guessed and she wrong. she just couldn't... She guessed wrong. She made me a year younger than I actually well, that's am. that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. So there you go. Uh, uh, Amanda... I'm like, I'm like Dorian Gray. I'm, no, wait. <laughs> you know, like Benjamin Button. I'm like, okay. What happened, who's Dorian Gray? What did he do? Wasn't he with a horse? No, I thought there was like a painting. The the and like, the, the misadventures of Dorian Gray. That's a that painting. Mean, is it? Yeah, yeah. And what does it do? Does it doesn't doesn't this painting get younger? Yeah, the painting gets younger. Yeah, absolutely. As the people get older. The people in the painting get older. I don't know. Yeah, the people in the painting get older. The actual painting itself gets younger. Really? Yes. That's weird. Soon it's going to turn into a tree. Okay. Is that where canvases come from? They come from trees, yes. (laughs) So, Uh, What I was going to say to Amanda is we would appreciate if you would uh, sing Happy Birthday to Brian, record that, and uh, we'll do something with that. All right. I think that's only fair. Amanda, I would very much like to hear you sing me Happy Birthday. Yes. Please. Um, Call a thing and leave a message. Yeah, call in. You know my number. And uh, it's tomorrow is my birthday, tomorrow. Uh, so I'm also saying this in a greedy way. I just want to see how many people leave comments and whatnot wishing me a happy birthday. I'm on Facebook, too. You can find me there. Yes. You know, I do like to get some comments now and then. <laughs> Please comment on Brian's Facebook page. Tomorrow, not today. No. This, by the way, is episode 106 of Fill Me In. It's a world-famous crossword podcast. Yes. We talk about crosswords a little bit. We talk about other things a lot bit. And, uh, well, so far we're about 95% my birthday and 1% announcements about this show. Yes. It's kind of uh, imbalanced. I guess we, we have, uh, we're going to discuss the breakfast test today. Uh, we are, and uh, also uh, some of our standard features. But beyond that, not a whole lot happening no, in no, this no, episode. No, 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 we don't have that much to Just do. as a word of warning, it's kind of a diet episode. Yes. Very, uh, very low-calorie But coming episode. up, the world's most popular crossword podcast theme, which is being downloaded it is, worldwide. Yeah, it is now being made into a ringtone. Worldwide. Worldwide, people are making a ringtone out of... I, would, I, I want people to have this on their ringtone and bring it to Lollapazoola three, uh-huh. and I want this. I want. I want a cacophony uh-huh. of Jag and a Hank coming from all parts of the yeah. room. Okay, I think that would be. All right, awesome. When you get to Lollapazoola three, we're just going to start calling all of you. <laughs> Uh, and if your phone does not ring with Jag on a Hank, uh, we will immediately deduct 1,000 points from your score. <laughs> yes. So, so you just know, get ready for that. Be prepared. That's right. Prepare yourself. And in case you don't know what the hell Jag on a Hank is, it sounds like this. Yeah.
there's an MP3. The way I'm trying to, should I answer the phone? I mean, I hear this music. <laughs> it just makes me want to answer the phone. It's your ringtone too. Uh, my phone vibrates. I don't. I don't have the ringer turned on, so it is not my ringtone. Really? You know what? I wrote it. I think I'm excused from this. Uh, it is not my ringtone either. That is inappropriate and wrong. And uh, I don't really understand the ringtone thing. To be quite honest no, with you, I don't because. I don't really understand the telephone thing, to be honest with you. I would prefer to spend the rest of my life never talking to anyone on the telephone. Well, I don't like talking on the telephone I either. hate it. But when I'm out, I have my phone on vibrate. Yeah, so And when I'm in, there's nobody around to hear my cool new ringtone. Yeah. I mean, now, I, my wife uses different ringtones to identify different people. Yeah. So that, like, if I call, it's one song. If you call, it's a different song, and so but on. But it comes so up on the display, does it not? Well, yeah, but if your phone is, like, for her, she'll leave her phone in her purse, and the purse is by the door, and if she's sitting on a couch watching television, you know, and then hears this ringing, she knows whether to pause the movie and get up and get the phone, depending on who's calling. Uh, From her purse. It just has all this electrical power inside. Yeah, (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. That is amazing. That is amazing. Uh, Yeah, so just getting off to a great start. (laughs) Uh, Just, would you please... Viewer mail, opening it up. Our first viewer mail comes to us from Martin Ashwood Smith. The Australian actor. (laughs) Martin Ashwood Smith. uh, Ryan, for some reason, has always thought and claimed uh, that uh, Martin was from Australia. Yes. And so we said this uh, on the blog this past week, because Martin did one of the puzzles this week in the Times, and uh, he wrote to us, Where did you get the idea that I was from Australia? I'm Canadian, although originally from the UK. Well, I think Canadian plus UK... But you didn't actually know that, that he was from the UK. I think I sensed it. Really? I think from so. What? I have a pretty good sense for uh, nationalities. Uh, Ryan told me easier while we were looking at the X-Word Info page, uh, where they show little headshots of the constructors. Uh-huh. Uh, Ryan tells me that he thinks Martin Ashwood Smith looks like he might be Will Shorts' evil twin. He does. He looks. Uh, a what do you bit, think? What he looks think? a little bit like Will Shorts. Do you think Will Shorts needs an evil twin? I, you know what? Will Shorts is probably his own evil twin. You think so? Probably. So maybe he doesn't need one. But if he did need one... Can you have an evil triplet? Why not? I mean, if you're a set of triplets, if one is good and one is evil, well, then what's the third one? Kind of apathetic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so, uh, Martin Ashwood Smith, uh, good day. And uh, put another poutine on the barbie for me. Oh, poutine. That's coming up. That is coming up. Uh, our next viewer mail is from Foggy Broom. Forgiferous... <laughs> Broom. Uh, he says to me, he says, personally, this is a personal message to me. This is not just to the show. This is to me. Okay. He says, Ryan. Yes. That's me. That is you. Do you feel special? Don't do the puzzle boat. You'll hate it. Okay. Uh, our next viewer mail is from Neville Fogarty, Squishy Defeated. He says, I just heard the clue reference in the podcast and could not contain myself. Flames. What does that mean he could not contain himself? What? I don't know. Neville, maybe, what did you do? Maybe like, he burst into flames. Wh- maybe. That we were, of course, quoting uh, Madeline Kahn. Yes, the great uh, late Madeline Kahn. Yeah, she was in the movie Clue, and and does a, she's wonderful. That whole yes. movie is wonderful. Uh, that that here at here at Film Me, and that's one of our favorite movies. Uh, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's Madeline Kahn is fantastic in it. Uh, the next uh, viewer mail, the next and last, the, the, the Neville Fogarty's was the penultimate viewer mail. Yeah, and this is the ultimate. Yeah, is that true? Is that how that works? Yes. What is pen? What is the meaning of pen? I don't know. What is the meaning of pen? Mike, Mike Noth, Michael Nothnagel? <laughs> Michael Nothnagel? Uh, We've never called him Michael, I know. ever. I, He's I, not I, a Michael. I don't know. Are, Mike, are you a Michael, or are you really just a Mike? I knew somebody who was just a Jenny. Yeah? Yeah. Who's Mike, not, are you just a Jenny? 
Mike, Mike, are you just a Jenny? Michael, are you just a Mike? And what does pen mean in penultimate? Because I thought pen was five. I don't know why I think it's pent-ultimate. P-E-N-T. I don't think it's pen. Is it? I don't know. Mike Nothnagel, is it pent-ultimate or is it penultimate? <laughs> and why is it whichever it is? Yes. Uh, the next uh, viewer mail, the ultimate one, is oh, from God. Joe Cabrera, Boston Ma from now. He sent us this thing, a link about the poutine eating championship as reported in the Torontoist. The Torontoist.com. Torontoist. Yeah, Torontoist. it showed pictures of guys scarfing down boxes of poutine. Poutine is, of course, French fries covered in gravy and cheese curds. Gravy and cheese curds. It's a huge thing in. Uh, it seems disgusting. Oh, it's delicious. No. We, we've talked about disco fries before. Yeah, I know. All right, here's the deal there is a place in. Brooklyn. Uh-huh. I think it's called Twelve. It's called Twelve Mile or Twelve West or Twelve. Okay, that could also be a theater company in New Jersey. I'm not sure. Nine West is a shoe store. Uh, it's got it's got either the, it's got a number in it and it's got a direction. Okay, and it's in Brooklyn. Twelve and it's, it's North Fifty One. It's a South. Canadian deli, and it's got a, it's got smoked meat sandwiches which are delicious. Okay, and it's got poutine which okay. is also delicious. Okay, so we should go down there and eat that. Okay, so poutine is like like Canadian French fries covered in stuff. Well, they're regular French fries, but this is popular in Canada. Yes, I believe I, I know it's very. Are French fries in Canada are in, in Canada? <laughs> are French fries in Canada? Are they French Canadian fries? <laughs> is that how that works? They're Freedom Canadian fries. Is that what they, yes. That's not what we say here in America, though. Right. Do Canadians call them Freedom fries? Do they I don't not? know. I don't know. How free are, are they? A free people? I'm not sure. We have a lot of Canadian listeners out there. Are so you free? Chime in. Would you cross can Martin Ashwood Smith? Uh, who else is Canadian? Uh, Bob and, and Darren, Canada. Ba- okay. Barbara and Barbara I it was Dave. Barbara and David. Barbara and Dave, Canada. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're podcast listeners. No, we interviewed them like a year and a half ago. I don't, we've, and we've heard, uh, not heard from we've them. We've not since. heard from them since. Uh, all right, uh, poutine. <laughs> Viewer mail. Closing it up. All right, we're going to talk about Lollapazula Three. It's coming up in Lollapazula Three: The Great Pickle Giveaway. Thank you. It's coming up on August fourteenth, which is a Saturday in August. It's about two months from now, a little over two months from now. That's yeah. hard to believe. It's soon. It's yeah. right around the corner. It is right around right the around the calendrical I mean, corner. I mean, I mean, and 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 the literal physical corner as well for me. For you, not so much for me. It's for me, it's down the street. Down the street. Yeah, but it's a me, straight it's, shot for me. But you know what? You have to take a. By the to, time it happens, I think it will be down the street for me as well. I hope so. If you ever move into, we're going to live on the same street. We are. How is that? How did they're I gonna not? Mix, they're going to mix up our mail. <laughs> how did I not realize that until just this very moment? Seriously, right now, you didn't. No. <laughs> all the all these I weeks sh- and months that you've said we're moving to like three blocks down the street from you. <laughs> I I swear to God, I have not. It is not. Come to my brain until this very moment. Wow. And we're both going to be living on 35th Avenue. It's true. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Wow. But we're actually be a little further away. Uh, from Lollapuzzoola 3, the Great Pickle Giveaway? Well, from each other. Uh, than we are now? Yes. Yeah, because you'd be like seven blocks away instead of 1.4. <laughs> right? That's a fair enough compromise. Okay. Uh, anyhow, here's the deal with Lollapuzzoola 3. We have received a number of emails and suggestions and submissions. We are now uh, we are going to close the submission window for crossword puzzles. We have our slate of crossword puzzles chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we They are not finished. We are still working on them. They are going to be wonderful. They are all brand new puzzles. They have never before been seen, been solved, been anything. They have fantastic uh, themes. They have. They are. They are going to be great themes, great entries. They're really terrific, and we are not revealing our list of constructors yet. No. Uh, but 
Uh, we will at some point. We will at some point. We are also assembling... Uh, you know what? On the subject of, of puzzles, however, in years past... <laughs> Wait, we were talking years, about puzzles? The Lollapuzzoola puzzles. Oh, yes. Okay. In years past, a number of different people have brought a puzzle of their own to Lollapuzzoola as sort of like a freebie bonus thing. Yeah. Uh, Amanda Yesnowitz did one two years ago. Joanne Sullivan did one last year. Uh, so maybe an extra puzzle that's not part of the tournament is totally welcome. If you have something that you think would be fun, people want to solve sort of in between times or, you know, on the lunch break or anything like that, if you have something, feel free. Feel free, free, free to bring in a stack of copies of it and distribute it. Anything you want, any puzzles that you have. If it's something you'd like us to print out and duplicate, we might be able to do that if we're not overwhelmed. But uh, please, anything you want to bring would they be have the, they, awesome. They also have a Xerox machine in the in the church. Where we might be able to swing something. We, That's we, true, know, we know we know a guy. <laughs> we know a guy. <laughs> we know a guy. That's who has true. A we know a guy. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely. If you have a variety cryptic crossword that you'd like to share with <laughs> with the one or two people who could actually solve it, yeah. please. <laughs> There's a lot more people than than you coming to Lollapalooza <laughs> three. So. You know, There's a lot more. Uh, in addition uh, to 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 that, we're going to respond to last week's question about pairs competing at Lollapuzzoola. Pairs. Yes. Somebody wrote in last week, Larry Chasen, I believe, wrote in last week asking, uh, could pairs compete? And they do this at the L.A. tournament, and they do this at the Boston tournament, and we've decided that, yes, pairs can compete. Uh, and, you know, for pairs competing, we will have a special prize for the top uh, scoring pair mm-hmm. that that competes. However, we have a couple of restrictions that we're going to put into play at least for this year. One of them is that each member of the pair needs to pay an admission yes. fee. Each member of the pair does need to pay for their way into the tournament, and because it just changes the field, we are not going to allow pairs to qualify for the onstage finals in either of our skill divisions. Yes. We have the uh, we, we have the express division for the more elite solvers, the local division for the, the more standard solvers, and the pairs, we will give a prize to the top pair, but uh, the pairs will not compete uh, on the big boards. Yes. So that that seems fair. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So if you and and if you so if you want to be a pair, just let us know. Let us know. I think if you pay by PayPal, there's a place for notes. Yeah. And you can And the admission the price per person is exactly the same. Yeah. It's still $20. To come and be there for the day, uh, an extra five dollars for a total of twenty-five for the uh, including the pizza social. But you do have to share your, share pizza. pizza slices with 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 your pair. Well, sure, but you're entitled to twice as much dinner if you've each yes. paid for the pizza social. Yes, but you have to eat off the same plate. Okay, that seems reasonable. Doesn't We're it? also going to tie your legs together, so you have to walk <laughs> like it's a three-legged race. All right, right. We're going to do right, that. that. Sounds good. You have to share a pencil. Is that the same as a sack race? No, sack races are solo events. Are they? Yeah. You you yourself climb into a sack uh-huh. and you hold the sides of it and you have to hop around like a like a potato sack yeah exactly like burlap yeah a three legged race is you and your friend you tie your left leg to his or her right leg and uh-huh. then you have to run together <laughs> okay right I've never done any any of this no no you need to go to camp yeah I didn't really go to camp well, I mean I went to that day camp where you, I you fell went to that the... one camp for like a week that you spent most of the time crying and peeing in the pool. No, I didn't pee in the pool. I spent it crying and falling into horse pucky. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, but there was definitely a lot of crying. There was crying. Oh, yes. Of course. Yes. Well, you need to go to camp, I think. Uh, the last thing we're going to say about Lollapuzzoola 3 is that we need volunteers. Yes. So if you are interested in participating, but 
say you don't have $20 or you don't feel like competitive puzzle solving is your cup of tea, that's fine. We need other people to do other things. And we right. have a lot of different jobs to share amongst people. It's it's judging, it's collecting papers, it's handing out name tags, it's registering people, it's using the computer spreadsheet database to enter scores. It's all of this stuff. So contact us at rbxblog at gmail.com and let us know what you're interested in. If Whatever it is, you know, we just, yeah. the more the merrier, really. Yes. And, and and all volunteers will, I think, will get free pizza yes, social. Yes, you get to stay for the pizza social for free. Yes. In addition to, it's volunteering on a slightly different scale. If you are a, a constructor or a publisher or anything like that, and you'd like to donate books for uh, us to give away to people as prizes, this has happened each of the last two years, and it's wonderful. Uh uh, anybody who feels like uh, offering us a couple of books that we might be able to redistribute as a prize, that's totally welcome. Yeah, we do need that. Uh, so we're we're accepting any of that as well? Yes, we are accepting help from all corners of life. Anything you want to do. Please. Totally welcome. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the next uh, segment is the breakfast test. There was a, there was a, a, a breach, I feel. A yeah. breach of the breakfast test. We, let's clear, tell them what the breakfast the test breakfast is. The breakfast test is is a kind of a, a, a fabled... Test a, a that if your clue or your entry or your topic of theme uh, could not uh, uh, you would not talk about it with your family on Sunday morning at breakfast at the breakfast table, then it probably shouldn't be in the New York Times crossword puzzle. Okay, is that fair? I think so. Yeah. So uh, uh, there, there have been numerous breaches. I mean, it's it's a it's a uh, uh, it's not a, a, a completely defined. Boundary. Yeah, well, that's I mean, it's, true. It's a, it's an opinion well, it, thing. Yeah, well, and it has to be because everybody doesn't have breakfast together, right? You know, exactly. the, the world is not a commune. <laughs> Although that would be kind of neat if it was. Isn't that's from hair, isn't it? The world is not a commune. Yeah, that opens right. the second I act, think doesn't maybe it? It does. Yeah, everybody's naked. Yeah, I and think that's the how the world is not a commune. Yeah, right. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I, that was doing the. That's I'm going to make that into my ringtone. <laughs> Hakachaka. No, the world is not a commune. Hakachaka, Hakachaka. <laughs> that, that whole thing is going to be my ringtone. Uh, so I feel like like there was a, a breach. So a, what was this? What an was the egregious breach? breach. Um, Daniel Finnan, who I want to, who I want to call Finian's Rainbow, but I don't. Daniel Finian's Rainbow. <laughs> uh, uh, had a fantastic puzzle. Loved the puzzle, um, and it was it was a uh, couple. S- Couple swapping, and it was it was it was in the typesetting puzzle. This was in this was on Sunday. This right. was the Sunday puzzle this past week, June sixth. Couple swapping, and then there was a line through it in 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 the paper. Right, because this was part of the theme. Was certain clues were presented in sort of different fonts or different typefaces and right, whatnot. Right, right, uh, and it it. That was the definition. Right. So it was couple swapping with a line with through a line it. through it, and then the answer, the answer was, was struck, struck out, out swinging. swinging. Yeah. Now. Because couple swapping is swinging, and it was it had a line through it. That, right, I'm yeah, explaining yeah, this yes. right. Okay, uh, and uh, me personally, I think that's fantastic. It's I'm, very clever. I think it's very clever. I think yeah. it's a fun. But you think the concept of couple swapping is one that people don't talk about with their family at breakfast? I don't think so. No, you never talked about that growing up with your parents. Uh, no, no, no. Now, now, let me clarify my position on this. I would much rather the puzzle be. Full of things like couple swapping and whatnot. I think that's much more enjoyable than trying to adhere to this Sunday morning breakfast test. Okay. I'm, I'm much more in favor of going the couple swapping route than now, the breakfast Now, what is text. it about couple swapping? Uh, you know, I, just I mean, it's not, a, it's not something that I practice, but it's not 
I don't. Well, I don't know. Is it is it really considered like a a, a dirty skeevy thing? Well, I, I mean, I don't know if it's a dirty skeevy thing, but I think that at Sunday morning break, I mean, if if that's the definition of the breakfast test, this certainly does not pass. No. I mean, if if you were at the at at, at breakfast with with uh, let's say your nephew Riley on Sunday morning, uh-huh. and you were doing the puzzle together, yeah. and he said to you, "What's couple swapping? What is couple swapping? What does it have to do with struck out swinging? Does it have something to do with baseball?" He might ask. He might. And yeah, then my, you, my nephew Riley, he's fourteen. Now, now maybe you would feel comfortable. I have to say, I personally would feel fine explaining to Riley what couple swapping was if he didn't know. But would it, uh, would it be something? Would it be a topic that you would normally bring up? No, it wouldn't. But I, I mean, just to argue with you, there's plenty of stuff in plenty of puzzles that I wouldn't talk about at a meal either. Uh, I, but just because it's subject matter that I don't care for. You know, Nazis show up in puzzles all the time, and that's kind of horrible. That Nazis is. and Nazism, I think that's a lot worse than couple swapping. I, I, I agree. Let me ask you about this. Couple swapping. Isn't it partner swapping? Like, if you swap the whole couple, <laughs> then all you're doing is hanging out in somebody else's house, right? Yeah, I guess so. I think we've done that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when you've gone out of town, Tony and I have watched movies on your big TV... Is that couple swapping? I think it might be. Yeah. All right. So maybe, I mean, I could talk about that with you over Oreos. I guess so. Or uh, Cheerios is what I really meant to say. <laughs> Oreos. Um, have you seen the movie, uh, the movie of, uh, with uh, What's-His-Face in it, about the guy? No. <laughs> no, I have not. What is, with Greg Kinnear. With Greg Kinnear. The movie, the movie about the guy from Hogan's Heroes. Okay. Well, I don't know. Autofocus. Autofocus. I've not. This was all about a guy who was into swinging. Okay. And couple swapping. And it was a very, <laughs> it was a very skeevy movie. Okay. And that's what I think about when I think of couple swapping. And and look, I I think it's I'm I need to clarify. I think it's great. Okay. I think it's great. I just think that now with this, I think we can get a, get rid of this Sunday morning well, breakfast. Well, now, now a couple of weeks ago, we had an entry in a puzzle. It was a polygamosh puzzle, and the entry was man breasts. That and, I. To me, that's just a little bit different because well, it, it is a it's a different kind of thing you don't really talk about. Well, I think I don't talk about man breasts. I at also breakfast think the either. way it was presented was in such a derogatory manner. Well, that's true. It was the clue for that was something like unmacho male feature, right? Right, something like that. I don't know if the clue in front of me, but I think that was pretty much something like that. But I don't know. I think that talking about couple swapping, even though I really think it's partner swapping, <laughs> uh, it seems just a, a lot more positive. Than man oh, definitely, breasts. definitely. Uh, I, I don't know. I think we just need. To, I, I, my issue is, I think that the Sunday morning breakfast test needs to be redefined. Okay. I think. How would you be, define it? I Where's the I, line for you? I, 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 I don't. I, I don't really have a line. Well, at what point does an entry in a? I mean, you must have a line because there must be entries or clues that you think are inappropriate. You know, it's not that I think they're inappropriate. I think that they're great. I mean, if there was clues and entries about, you know, scatological stuff, you're not going to want that in your puzzle. Well, I don't know. Really? I don't know. You're going to want, you know, farting in your puzzle? Well, I just, I think and that... poop? I think that for constructors who are constructing and they have this great entry that they've, they've come up with and they Really? Think, you think that the whole, if this whole corner hinges on whether I can use fart in my puzzle. Right. And, or, or something like that. And you think, oh, well, that's not going to pass the breakfast test. But then you, you, and so you have to redo the whole yeah. grid and then you open up the paper the next day and struck out swinging is in there. Then I think uh, that's uh, frustrating. Yeah. 
There was there was a puzzle. I, you know what? I should have looked this up before. But there is there's a if you look up in the uh, maybe I don't know if you know if it was the New York Times, but if you look it up in like Matt Ginsburg's Clue database thing, you can actually find the one time in a puzzle in a in a popular standard mainstream puzzle where uh, the entry in the grid P E N I S really appeared. yeah the clue of course being the blank mightier than the sword <laughs> was the clue. Uh, but somehow it got through, and that's not a word you see often in the crossword. Not outside not, of the onion, perhaps. No, no. Or outside of the crosswords book, the dirty crosswords book. Isn't that Francis Heaney who makes the dirty I crossword so. book? I think there's a second one of those coming out. Oh, good. More crosswords. Something like that. Awesome. Yeah, we should look for that. So uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, uh, audience, uh, viewers. Friends at home. What do you think about the breakfast test? Is, is it, it useful or is, is it legitimate? It, is it nonsense? Is it, is it passe? Is it is it puzzle censorship? Uh, what is it? What is it? And where is it for you? And do you like it? Do you hate it? Please write to us. And, rbxblog at gmail.com. What do you like for breakfast? Uh, the contest of then. The contest of then. The contest of then. You've just the said the same thing now then. four times. Who is it? It, who, was, who? it was from Peter Gordon. Peter Gordon. What famous person, if you remove the space between their first and last name, contains a four-letter vowel palindrome? The answer, of course, Mamie Eisenhower. This is the second week in a row where the answer was uh, presidential or presidentially related. It was, yeah. Mamie Eisenhower, of course, the uh, wife of former and now dead president. uh, Uh, Franklin uh, Roosevelt. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, We got a number of answers uh, that were correct, a couple that were not. Uh, Jeremy Horowitz, you know what? He sent us, this is two weeks in a row now that Jeremy Horowitz of the Jets sent us a list of other possible answers. Yes. Beside the correct one. Mm -hmm. I do want to point out, Jeremy did send us the correct answer last week and this week. Mm -hmm. But his wrong answers this week include Hallie Eisenberg, Julie Eisenhower, Mamie's granddaughter-in-law, also Nazi guard Maria a shell, uh-huh. Jewish gangster Maxi Eisen, anime character Yukio Oikawa, and as uh, a whole bunch of popular kings whose first names end with I and were the third. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, sure. I like to see Maxi Eisen in a room with Maria Eichel and uh, see how that goes. Sure, that, that would be fun. Uh, Amanda Yesnowitz also said that if her name were spelled more appropriately, an answer might be Amelia Earhart, with the Earhart being spelled A-I-R-H-A-R-T. Yeah, I think that's considered more appropriate because Amelia because was, she of was course, a, a, a pilot. pilot. She was, yeah. Yeah, and she was not an a otorangologist. She was not an otorangologist. Uh, I, what is the word? What o- is that? It's an E-N-T. An otorangologist? It's, it's not the, that's not actually the way you pronounce no? that word. But it's uh, are o- you somebody who studies Maybe, otolaryngology? No. Oh, otolaryngologist. Yeah. Otolaryngologist. Oh, very oh, nice. Yeah. Very otolaryngology. Because nice. her yeah. name starts with E-A-R. Yes. So, ear. Okay. So, if- I feel like you've gone about three steps away from what Amanda was doing here. No, well, I'm saying that, that, it, that if her name was actually spelled Amelia Earhart, and, that, and if she was actually an otolaryngologist and not a pilot... Then her name would more appropriately be spelled E A R H A R T. That is how it's spelled. Well, I know. But so you saying she picked the wrong profession? No, I'm saying Amelia Earhart might still be with us today if she had picked otolaryngology. Exactly. Instead. Would she still be with us today? Uh, when was she might, born? I don't know. Mike Nothnagel, <laughs> when was Amelia Earhart born? The contest of now comes Wait, to us. Wait, who is the winner? Oh the, oh, the contest of then needs a winner, huh? The winner is 
David Stein. We met him at the ACPT. He asked us, we, we asked him, would you rather? We asked somebody, would you rather? Oh, he, see, you, you were so excited to get to say <laughs> his name. We met him at the ACPT. He teaches a class. He asked him, would you rather? Yeah. Yeah. What? It's not the same when you attempt to do it. Quick, would you rather? Would you rather have your cell phone ring function set on itch or ooze? Ooze. Definitely ooze. Yeah, definitely yeah, ooze. I would definitely rather have oozy pants than oh, itch all the well, time. You know what? I'm 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 changing my answer to itch. Really? I'm going to go with ooze. Okay. okay. I don't want oozy things in my pants. Yeah, well, once you, if you itch too much and you have to put a salve on there, then your pants will be oozing anyway. Touche. So you get both. <laughs> You're yeah, cut out the middle, man. That's the way to go. The contest of now comes to us from our new email friend, Foggy Broom. Oh, God, I hate this uh, contest. No, I really don't. <laughs> we are taking a bit of a, a leap here because we don't know the answer to we this don't, contest. Usually, the, the, usually we know the answer before, we, and we've tried to figure this one out. We don't know it. So, Foggy, I hope that it's a good one. Uh, there's an answer. Foggy asks, what two-word, ten-letter film contains a seven-letter palindromic sequence? If this sequence were removed, the remaining letters could be used as a synonym of the first word. Huh. Interesting. Two-word movie title. I can tell Total you. Of ten I can letters. tell you uh, with complete confidence. It is not Rain Man. No, uh, I feel confident about that too. Since Rain Man is seven letters and not ten. Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, th- so you want to email us at rbxblog at gmail and let us know what you think the answer to this contest is. Uh, if you don't understand the contest or you need us to email it back to you, just write to us at rbxblog at gmail.com with the password. And the password this week, of course, is otolaryngology. 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 Oto? Oto. Oto. Otolaryngology. Oto. All right. On the horizon. I see no horizon. It's a thunder god. It's a thunder god? A thunder god. It is the god of fun and of dirt. Monday, May 31st, by seven-and-a-half-year-old Oliver Hill. This, uh, it was all DJs. All the theme answers start with, uh, were two-letter words, two-letter phrases, two-word phrases, two-word phrases that the first word started with a D, the second word started with a J, the third word started with a nothing. With a wink and a smile. <laughs> DJs, dirty joke, desk jobs, Don Juan, or is it Don Juan? I think it's, I think it's, the, the J is silent. But in Les Mis, he always pronounces the J. That's not Don Juan. That's Valjean. No, no, no. They, they, uh, uh, Javert. No, in the song Empty Chairs and Empty Tables. I don't think Don Juan appears in that song. No, no, no. Not that song. Okay. The song, uh, uh, I, I, I've totally screwed this up. You know, I don't even know her name. What version of Les Mis are you singing? What's the, what's the oh. Stop oh, it with the pointing. Oh, alack and alas. Uh, is Marius in love at last? Uh, I've never seen him. Ooh and ah. Okay. Here we talk of battles to be won, and here he comes like Don Juan. I've never seen him. Ooh and oh. Tuesday, June first by Sarah <laughs> Keller. Uh, this was basically a themeless puzzle with themed clues. That's a little weird for a Tuesday. You had five clues where the clues were bad, bed, bid, bod, and bud, but the entries in the puzzle. Didn't have a whole lot of theme going on to them at all. Well, I mean, it's a themed puzzle. I the guess. clues are part of the theme. The, I guess part so. Of the puzzle. I like it better when the theme is in the puzzle, not in the clues. 
All right. I find that the theme in the clue, that's like it's a theme for Sarah Keller, and she's the only one that gets to do this theme, because she's the only one who made this puzzle. You and I didn't get to play with the theme, because we have to solve the puzzle. Fair enough. Wednesday, June 2nd, by Adam Cohen. This was all about fishing. Yes. All about fish wrangling. Fish wrangle. Fish Fish wrangler, yeah. Fish wrangler. Uh, Lightning Rod, Captain Hook, What's My Line, Virginia Reel. Indeed. Those are the things you need uh, to go fishing. A rod, rod, a hook, a a line, and a reel. And and bait. Well, you do need bait. That wasn't in the puzzle, was it? What would be an entry that ended with bait? That ended with bait. Jail Uh, bait. Jail bait. That would be good. Takes Uh, the bait. Takes the bait. Maybe. Uh, Who Ate My Bait? I don't know about that. By Parker Brothers? Who Ate My... Is that a game? Sounds like a game, doesn't (laughs) it? It does. (laughs) Steve Smith, would you please invent Who Ate My Bait? Thank you. Uh, Thursday, June 3rd, by Elizabeth C. Gorski, making her New York Times puzzle debut. This was uh, one of Ryan's Uh. favorites. Using uh, internet abbreviations, oh. NetSpeak, we had R-O-F-L, which Ugh. is, of course, rolling on the floor laughing. I hate this. Uh, so the, the theme entries were rolling blackout, on the half shelf, floor to ceiling, and laughing jackass, R-O-F-L. I thought it was, yeah. I mean, it's a clever way that she did it, but... I guess so. The theme is so distasteful to me that I can't even bear it. Really? You can't bear it? I cannot bear it. No? you can't. Can you contain yourself? <laughs> Friday, June 4th, by Martin Ashwood Smith. You don't know what else to say about it. Your mind is all cluttered now with, like, Will Schwartz's evil twin. Is he Australian? Is he English? Is he Canadian? Is he in the poutine championships of the world? That's not a knife! See, and then you come up with that. Out of all of these options, you come up with that, which means absolutely nothing. Sure it does. It's from Crocodile Dundee. That's a knife, he would say. Is that your Australian accent? Is that what we're hearing? That that is my Australian accent. Wow. Uh, It's better than your British accent. Because your British accent sounds like Mickey Mouse. Good day, mate. Oh, wait, that's still Australian. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Top of the morning to ya. Yeah, right. What was it that you said in that one episode? <laughs> may, I go- may, I govern- may I govern your <laughs> shoes, matey? <laughs> I got very confused. I confused myself. Uh, so this was, this was a good Friday. I, I enjoyed this Friday. Lots of 15s, a little learning, time of departure, uh, a lot on one's plate. Uh, and and Howard Barker, the Noah Roth, all things did not know that Jessica Lange was in Tootsie. I don't believe he's seen Tootsie. Yeah, that you got to see Tootsie. That's Tootsie a great, great movie. Tootsie it's a terrific great. movie. Tootsie is Dustin great. Hoffman, Bill Murray, Terry Garr, uh, Charles think, Durning. And I think Jessica Lange is in it. Who's that? And Dabney Coleman. Dabney Coleman. Whatever happened to Dabney Coleman? Well, he got old. He was in something not too long ago. Was uh, he? He was in uh, uh, You've Got Mail. Was it wasn't he? terribly long ago? I mean, it was a while back now, but. He was in that. Yeah, he was Tom Hanks' father. Is there another... Can you name another person named Dabney? Uh, Dabney O'Neill. <laughs> Dabney O'Neill? Yeah. Is he a playwright? Dabney O'Neill. <laughs> I just invented him. Uh, Mike Nothnagel, name another person named Dabney. Saturday, June 5th by Sam Donaldson. Uh, themed puzzle on a Saturday. Triumphant shouts. Aha! Yay! Something. I don't know. I thought this was fun. Jackpot! Bingo! Yahtzee! I, you know what I liked about this? I like because at first I thought it was just going to be things like because uh, there was aha, uh-huh. there was yes, there was eureka. But then towards the bottom, I liked that he added these very specific things, things like Yahtzee, Yahtzee's great, and bingo. I thought this was fun. This was very difficult. I very thought. difficult. I had a very tough time with this. It took me a while, but I got it. I got it. June sixth, Sunday, Sunday, June sixth. Hi, Daniel A. Finian's Rainbow. You're doing pretty well for your first podcast ever. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Unfortunately, oh, it's my 106. Oh, oh no. Uh, 
Uh, so we've talked about this. This was uh, if you were if you did this in the actual printed New York Times paper, this was a lot more fun than doing it electronically. Yes, the Acrosslight version had none of the fun features. Uh, about the clues. You, you took a, you took the there was there was a uh, you got the clue that was typeset in a certain way. And you took the definition of the clue and you took the description of the typesetting and you combined it and you got a a your entry. So uh, assertion was in boldface text, so that was bold statement. Yes, because yeah. an assertion is a statement, and the clue was in bold. bold. Yeah, okay. putting in a carton was in a shadow text, so that was shadow boxing. I didn't understand that one until like you know an hour ago. Really, when we were preparing our show for uh-huh. today, and I was thinking about the theme clues from that puzzle. I mean, I got the entry, I finished the puzzle, but I couldn't parse putting in a carton in my head. But yeah, it's, it's that not, didn't make any sense. No, to yeah, me. it doesn't. I mean, it's not, it wasn't the best one, but but, uh, but now, of course, now I get it. And of course, it's couple swapping. Couple swapping. Everybody's favorite breakfast activity. <laughs> couple swapping. I'd like to swap this couple of pieces of bacon for your couple of pieces of sausage. All right. Well, Is that might, couple you swapping? You strike out swinging. Okay. I don't know. Uh, that's the end of the show. That is the end of this diet episode of I Phil I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> already? I, you that's already, already hate it. We haven't even edited yet, and I already know We haven't know even it. ended it yet. Oh, you already hate it.